Hello, witches and wanderers. My name is Missa. And my name is Katie, and welcome to the Baby Witch Podcast. Hello, Katie. Hello, Missa. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Uh, So we're recording this episode early. We're trying to get through some episodes um, so that Katie can move uninterrupted during Mercury Retrograde. (laughs) Good luck and goddess speed on that one, Katie. Actually, technically, I'm going to be physically moving like just after the retrograde, which I cannot tell you how thankful I am for that. Thank you, Mercury. And (laughs) and adore you. Yes. Ever since we started this podcast, we have a whole new respect for Mercury. Yes. Um, Like I said in the Inner Planets episode, I... Mercury is one of the deities that I just work straight up like give incense to and worship all the damn time because so much of my life evolves around the realms of Mercury but we're not here to talk about Mercury today Um, no yeah (laughs) Uh, but I wanted to say uh, before we get talking about uh, you know the big one um, I got a chance to go yesterday again I was that's why I was saying I was recording this early because it was by the time you're hearing this, it will have been a while ago, but uh, we, I, I went to Witch's Confluence in San Francisco yesterday, and it was so magical. I got um, to meet Pam Grossman and Amanda Yates Garcia, um, and it was just phenomenal. I got to buy it. I mean, everyone was there. It was, it was so amazing. Um Yay. I'm I'm in a small town. I'm very secluded. There's not like witchy stuff around me, so it was really the first time I've ever gotten to go to a place uh, that was. I was like literally just surrounded by witches, talking to other witches and having a great time. Yay! I'm so glad that you got to experience that. That sounds like a. I'm incredibly jealous of you, um, but also, it sounds like it was just a really lovely experience. Yeah. So I mean, if you are like me and a solitary witch in a secluded area where you think things like that aren't possible for you, just keep a lookout. Um, things pop up. I found out about this through Instagram. Um, and, and I just, I know I kept my ear to the ground and drove three hours to San Francisco. Uh, literally we were in, it was in the neighborhood, um, that our mutual best friend used to live in but she moved out last December and she wasn't in town this weekend anyway, but it was just like, it was in a neighborhood that I'm super familiar and comfortable with. And I was like, this is my stomping grounds y'all. And it's actually been my stomping ground since I was a kid. Cause my cousin used to work there too. So um, yeah, it was so great. So again, you know, just stick to it and you know, the universe will provide. Mm-hmm. Yay. I'm glad that sounds like that sounds very, very lovely. Yes. Um, I had, uh, I talked to somebody yesterday, uh, the, the gal that was reading my, my tarot cards, um, Laura Zespan, and um, she was talking to me. She was, you seem like you're at the very start of your practice. And I was like, yeah, that's it. Um, but really, my practice started right at the beginning of my Saturn return, which is what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. So 
quick refresher in case it's been a while or if you haven't heard last uh, the last episode. Um, Saturn is fear, structure, discipline, wisdom, boundaries, work, responsibilities, and maturity. It is the master of the material world. Um, and a really good book that both Missa and I have read, um, if you want to learn more about Saturn and specifically your Saturn return, is The Little Book of Saturn um, by Eliza Einhorn. And uh, to give you a better idea of like kind of who Saturn is, according to that book, Saturn is a teacher and a leader, but it's also your father. Um, it cares about you and it's going to try to steer you in the correct direction for your best life. But sometimes that process is real rough if it like needs to give you some tough love and get you back on track. Um, yes. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So the most upfront time, because, you know, Saturn is always there, but the most upfront time when this happens to you is when you have your Saturn return. And this is when Saturn returns to the position it was in when you were born. Um, so, yeah. And so like we talked about in the last episode, these, uh, outer planets, they take a long time to transit. So, mm -hmm. um, Saturn stays in a specific sign for about two to three years, two and a half years. Um, so it takes anywhere from 28 to 30 years to go back to the sign it was into when you were born. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's not only that, but it like, because it's every 28 to 30 years, you have multiple Saturn returns. So your first one is like when you're 28 to 30, your second is like 56 to 60. And if you're lucky enough to live long enough, you can have your third Saturn return in your late eighties or early nineties. Um, yeah. Yeah. But basically, um, so Saturn return is a lot of things. Um, the best, summary I can think of is that it is a time when you create structures to ensure, to kind of build your life that you're, that will guide your life for the next 30 years until your next Saturn return. So it's basically like you build these structures during your Saturn return. And then there's like some periods um, and there's specific names for these periods. We might, we may or may not get into those, but there are some periods in between that time when you like are able to make small adjustments, but for the most part, you don't really make the big structural changes until it's your next Saturn return. And like, to give you an example, my parents, like, I think they got married during their Saturn returns and then um, they, then uh, they got divorced, I think, during their second Saturn returns, which is hilarious wow. and a little fucked up, so yeah. <laughs> You know, what is life if it's not fucked up? But if you think about, so you don't only just have a Saturn return. Saturn returns are going to be the ones that you hear about all the time. So you might have um, caught it on a podcast or in a book or on Instagram, something like that. But uh, if you listen back a few weeks ago, I talked about having a solar return, which is my birthday, when the sun is back to the position it was in on the day I was born. Uh, you also have a monthly lunar return. And these returns are a time to reflect on that ruling sign. So like for your lunar return or that, that ruling planet, it's a time to reconnect with your, your intuition and your emotions. Um, and so again, Saturn ruled by our dear friend Capricorn, which we talked about in the last episode a lot. Uh, I'm getting tired of saying Capricorn to be honest, but that's your structure. 
And so it's really a time to reevaluate your structures and to rebuild them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the way that, um, so I did, I not only read that little book of Saturn book, but I also took a Saturn return class um, about seven or eight months ago. Um, so I delved really deep into my Saturn return because um, I was like, okay, there is a lot of bullshit happening in my life. I need to figure out what the hell is going on to try to like, you know, weather it better, um, which I'll get into that later. But the way that the Saturn return works um, is that, so you have your sign that your that Saturn is in, but you also were born in a specific degree of that sign. So for example, and this is something I like, so I took a bath, I think a day or two after this class and my brain couldn't shut off. So I was like being a total nerd and researching this stuff on my phone while I was in the bath. Um, and I was also like, just for S's and G's, like when were all my friends, what degree were all my friends born in? So I can see when their exact Saturn returns are in. And that's when I found out that Missa and I were both born in the 18th degree of Capricorn. Um, so our Saturn returns are the exact same dates, which I think is pretty magical. So yeah. Um, yeah. But so, so we've been feeling our Saturn returns since it entered Capricorn, which was in December of 2017. We've talked about how a lot of stuff happened around that time. Like, I think we both started getting more serious about our witchcraft practice. And um, like, I met my current partner then. And I think Missa got um, married. I got married. Yeah. Yeah. So again, it, Saturn entered Capricorn uh, in December of 2017. I got married uh, January 31st of 2018. Um, It was, it was with my partner of at the time we'd been together, I think eight and a half years. So it it was a, like, it was time to do a new thing. (laughs) It was time to look at the rest of my life. Yep. Yep. So, But what happens is like, so you're feeling your Saturn return the entire time it's in your sign. But what happens is that like, you start to feel the pressure when it enters your sign, and then it builds and builds and builds and builds and builds until it gets to the actual date of the degree that your your, um, return is. So it's like you're basically Saturn's trying to get you to get your shit together until your return. And then your return happens. And then after that, it's pretty much, you know, a wash and your Saturn return isn't going to be as difficult, even if it is still in your same sign. Um, However, this gets super duper complicated because Saturn is usually in retrograde about half the year. Um, So like what happened with Missa and I, so we're in the 18th degree of Capricorn. So we had a return to the 18th degree in March 13th through 17th of this year, which surprisingly I took uh this Saturn return class exactly in that time period which was a little spooky Um, (laughs) that is crazy yeah but then it went but then Saturn went to retrograde and we went back into the 18th degree while it was in retrograde June 13th through 28th and then it's like I don't know what happened okay we'll talk about this more but um but then like that means that we have to go back through a second Saturn return this December. And that's the last time that Saturn is going to go through um, the 18th degree before it gets out of Capricorn. So hopefully that'll happen. And then we'll be 
done finito we don't have to do this bullshit until for another 28 years but um yeah so <laughs> yeah well and i i i'm nervous though to be out of our saturn return so i found out about saturn returns while we were already in it um i was 27 at the time so i didn't think i i didn't know anything about astrology and I was listening to a podcast they were talking about Saturn returns and how they kind of happen when you're around 28 years old so I figured okay I'm almost 28 I'm probably headed for my Saturn return um and but again when I was 27 was when I like really like recommitted myself to witchcraft and I was I like I made a conscious decision I said um and it, it was very political we talked a lot a little bit about politics in the last episode um, but it was very political for me to say, um, you know, this is what I want to do because of what's happening in the world. This is the way I think I can not only help make change in the world, but also find inner peace for me is to get back into the craft. Um, and then while I was learning about it, I learned about the Saturn return and I was like, oh, okay, this is probably something that's happening for me. Um, and it wasn't until several months later that I realized, oh, I was already in it. It yeah. was already happening to me. I was just along for the ride. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, and it's been really rough. I mean, not all of it has been bad. Like, um, I think a lot of my Saturn return is, and we'll talk about this more if we get into houses and Saturn. Um, but my Saturn is in the fifth house, which means that um, the fifth house is really centered on joy and happiness. So I think that my return has been a lot about creating structure to ensure like that I'm happy for the rest of my life. So I've been doing stuff like creating really firm boundaries about people that I don't want to have in my life. Like I used to kind of have like wishy-washy boundaries with my mom and now she's like blocked on everything. And the next time I move, I'm going to be like, no, don't give my address to her because she is crazy and still mails me random stuff all the time, even though I haven't talked to her in over a year. Um, but uh, it's also kind of like I've been in therapy and I've gotten more serious about therapy, but also I've gotten more serious about witchcraft. And I think whole therapy, which is kind of like creating structures in my brain to have good mental health for the rest of my life. And also um, witchcraft, which is like very spiritually enriching. And, um, you know, I think is a serious practice that I've always been curious about, but that I'm excited to delve into deeper. Um, I think that both of the, all of those are like structures to create a happier life. Um, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And that's, that's the thing about Saturn returns is they're scary. Mm-hmm. Um, while you're going through them because everything's kind of changing. You're reevaluating mm-hmm. what's happening, what's going on, who you've been and who you're going to become. Um, so you're, you don't get to exit your Saturn return, the same person that you were when you enter. And so even though I'm excited to like be out of the Saturn return and be done with all of this crazy turmoil, I'm also nervous for who I'm about to become, you know, what, what is my life here on out? Well, I think it'll be pretty good, but yeah. So going back to the, like, we had our Saturn return, but then it went into retrograde. So it's happening again. I'm going to give some personal examples. Um, to like kind of give you an idea about what that looks like uh, as far as like really bad shit happening. Um, And granted, we've both been going through some shit. 
Um, I know that my stuff is significantly less dire than what I've heard a lot of people go through, but still it gives you an idea. Um, so uh, right before, so in the lead up to the Saturn return last March, I had a lot of just really like in retrospect, healthy purging of negative influences for my life, but also like really traumatic and sudden and kind of like, oh shit, this is just what's going to have to go really, really quickly. Um, so my, I was in a living situation with a really toxic um, relationship with, and it's not like I had a toxic relationship with these people. We, I had been roommates with both of these people and they started dating and they had a very toxic relationship. Um, and it was not good at all. It was also why I started doing more intensive EMDR therapy, which is basically EMDR therapy is triggering your PTSD in order to desensitize you to it um, and make you less sensitive to your PTSD. Um, and basically like seeing these two people in this very toxic relationship was not good for that. Um, and yeah. Yeah. And then this big dramatic, um, this big dramatic thing where somebody ended up in a hospital happened and I was like, Nope, Nope. I have to get the fuck out of here. I can't be around this anymore. So I like found out about that and I was moved out like within a month. Like, and that's a lot. That's, that's a lot to go yes. through. And we were so proud of you for getting out of that situation. Because I think you'd like just re-signed a lease. Well, it was really rough because we had just like, we had just like all been living together in one condo. And I found out, and this made me so mad, like they had started hooking up like a week before we moved and they didn't tell me about it until like we were all moved into the new place. So I was like, if I could have done anything about this, like what the hell else am I going to do other than like wish you guys the best and hope that it doesn't screw up my life because I'm basically a third person in your relationship now. Um, yeah. But yeah. So yeah, we had had a move and it was a really rough move. It had, it was like 90 degrees moving boxes in an, our old condo was unconditioned. So it was awful. Um, but then like, then that happened. And then like, I had to move again within less than six months and it was awful. Um, it actually ended up pretty good because I ended up like deciding to live by myself because I think that that's just the best thing. Like there's less social anxiety if you're living by yourself. And I feel like that's important while I'm doing this type of intensive therapy. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that created good structures. And then the only other thing that happened that was really, really, but okay, let me go back to the move thing. So I feel like the important thing to <laughs> emphasize about the move is that I think the reason why it happened is it was my Saturn return kind of purging um, this part of my life that shouldn't have been there because it was just a bad situation. And I feel like I was also being taken advantage of financially a little bit. And it was just Saturn return being like, nope, nope, you're done. You're going. That's that's it. You're leaving. Um, whether yeah. you want you or not, you're okay. leaving not only the situation that happened to you, but your response to it, I think was a different response than maybe pre Saturn return Katie would have made or a decision that, that pre Saturn return Katie would have made. Yeah. Um, I, 
as a, as somebody that was not living there and, you know, was just hearing about your experience during the time, um, at first you seemed really set on not breaking your lease that you were like, no, this is a situation. I'm going to be living here. And we were like, get out girl. Like you have to remove yourself from the situation. And you were like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to stay. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, I'm out. I did it. And we were so glad that you were able to make that change and that decision for yourself. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. And it was important and I feel happy doing it, but so yeah, so that happened. The only other kind of negative thing that happened before the Saturn return in March was that my cat got diagnosed with cancer, um, which I've talked about a little bit, but yeah, that happened last February. And that was like, kind of crappy, but I kind of was like, well, I don't know how this is going to play out. Um, but you know, I think it just means that he's going to be passing sometime in the next year or two. And I can live with that. He's a 16 year old cat. Um, I'll just have to, you know, process that as it comes along. Um, so then Saturn return hop happens in March. There's relative peace and tranquility. Saturn goes into retrograde and we go back into the 18th degree, um, in June and my life kind of just started to slowly fall apart again. <laughs> um, my cat got significantly sicker. Like he's been hot. He's, I've had to take him to the vet and spend like way too much money at the vet. Um, like three or four times since June. Um, we found out that the tumor in his abdomen is causing kidney failure now. And we found out that his cancer had metastasized to his thyroid. So he was having trouble swallowing and um, swallowing and uh, just getting stuff down. So they put him on a steroid to try to prevent that. And now like the thing I just took him in for like two weeks ago is that He's starting to have complications because he's been on steroids for three months now. So it's, I don't know, it's a little complicated. If he wasn't like so lively when he's feeling well, I would seriously be considering putting him down at this point. But it's kind of like, well, it, I can't put you down when you like seem so full of pep and love and cuddles when, and I don't know, it's just a hard situation. I know I'm going to have to pull the plug eventually, yeah. but in the meantime, it's like kind of torturing me. And it's also taken it like, I feel like this is a very big um, Saturn lesson because it's like I have to give him meds every morning now. And because I have to give him meds every morning now, like a lot of parts of my life that I really enjoyed, I can't do right now. Like I can't go take trips right now because I like I try to leave them at my dad's or someone I trusted to um, give him his meds and he just will not take his meds from anybody else except me. He is a little bit of a hellion to everyone except me. And he's just like, <laughs> like my dad said he almost lost a finger trying to give my cat his meds. So yeah. This sounds like boo. Yeah, exactly. So I have that going Maybe on. Maybe the spirit of Yeah. So I have that going on. And then in the meantime, like when I moved last year, I found this really lovely place. That's kind of like this unicorn, amazing place, which I was so grateful for. But the thing that I really liked the most were the landlords who said that they had like really intimate relationships with their tenants. And, you know, they'd make me do a lease for one year, but then after that, it'd be month to month, which kind of worked with my life plans. Um, and I was super duper stoked on that. But then in early July, 
they announced that they were selling the building I lived in and they would no longer be my landlords and they would have to raise rent because they had rent so low that no one could buy the building. Um, luckily, my rent, my rent rate is controlled right now, but it means that as soon as my lease is up, I'm not going to be able to afford to live here. So I have to move at the end of November. Um, and it's also just like a situation where it's really stressful because I'm not entirely in control because I'm like trying to work out moving in with my partner. Um, but he has some career stuff going on where that's not going to work for a few more months, probably. So it's like, it's just like a lot of really chaotic moving parts. And also I was, all this happened in July when there was like that horrible trifecta of eclipse season and cancer oh, season God, and mercury retrograde. Yeah. So I was like in full on freak out mode. And I think it even went into August a little bit, but like, since then I've like, in all honesty, I've like kind of been like, well, you know what? Change is good. It's going to be weird, but you're just going to have to do it. But yeah, I was in full on like freak out mode for a while. So yeah, so that's, that's been the negative parts of my can of my, uh, of my Saturn return. And the good news is that, <laughs> oh my gosh, I just realized. So our Saturn return, the H Saturn goes back into 18th, into the 18th degree on December 1st which is when my lease is up at my current place. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so. I think this episode is supposed to air. Sorry, I just like went away from my microphone. I think this episode is airing uh, December 2nd. Yeah. So Let me okay. double check. When you're listening yeah, to this, so the bulk of our Saturn return is going to be over, motherfuckers, and good luck. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so again, for, for me, um, so one of the big things that I noticed, again, aside from just like my focus on witchcraft, which was definitely, I, I can only imagine it was caused by my Saturn return. Um, I also really made the conscious decision. So my, my long-term plan is to go back to school. I've had some bumps in the road. Thank you, Saturn. Um, but my, I've always kind of thought about going back to school and what I want to do. Um, and then I like, I made the conscious decision last year and I like started studying. Um, I put that on pause for now, not only because of um, like family health issues, but also um, just for financial reasons. I, I figured out how I can do it financially. I'm just not quite there yet. So I'm like, I don't want to learn all of these things right now. And then I um, have to relearn them in a couple of years, but I, you know, I, I kind of figured out my, my 10 year plan um, what I want to do and where I want to be. And that was all before I even realized that I was in my Saturn return. Yep. It'll do it to you. Uh, yeah. So, sorry, I'm looking up. Um, I wanted to see a date you mentioning your parents made me think of this. So give me just a second. I want to double check. Um, I just, I can't use my phone while we're recording and it's very frustrating. Okay. But that is a big so, thing to happen. It's really common for people to like get engaged or get married or like find the love of their life during their Saturn return. It's a reoccurring theme. Okay. So I'm pretty sure that my sister came out during her Saturn return. That sounds about right. Yeah. Cause she was 28 yeah. or 29. Um, and yeah, so I think, I mean, that was a huge life change for her, obviously. Uh, but so those are the kinds of 
things. And maybe your Saturn return won't be that dramatic, but you know, maybe you won't get married. Maybe you won't come out as a lesbian. Maybe I just had a conversation with my little sister because she is an, uh, Saturn Aquarius. So that means that she is going to have her Saturn return very soon, especially because I found out that she is in the zero degree of Aquarius. So she's going to like, as soon as, you know, Saturn's out of Capricorn, she's going to be having her Saturn return, which I don't know, because my understanding is that like, you have it a little bit leading up to the actual like, degree date. So I don't know if like, all of a sudden, it's going to be like, her life's going to go through changes like in a week or something like that. I don't know how that's going to work, or if she's going to start seeing changes leading up to that, even though it's in Capricorn. I don't know. I did like see it. And I, I did see that. And I immediately called her. I was like, Caroline, Caroline. Your Saturn return is happening next year. Your sister will yeah. have to report back to us. Because, um, again, we, we weren't prepared for our Saturn returns. And that was one of the big reasons that we wanted to record this episode. wasn't just to, like, rant about our personal experiences, but also to let people know, you know, if you have your Saturn in Capricorn, first of all, oh, honey, because Saturn in Capricorn mm-hmm. is rough because Saturn rules Capricorn. So it's, like, structure on structure on structure. And... Yeah, so Saturn and Capricorn is, like, big. It's about finding your place and purpose in life, um, which is big. That's, like, what we aim to do throughout our entire lives and trying to, like, that immense pressure to do it within, like, a a two-and-a-half, three-year span is a lot. Yeah, but um, also, so, again, if you've you've been feeling it over the last couple of years, if you were born – gosh, I don't have the dates right in front of me – I want to say late 89 to early 91. Yeah, let me, I found Does that a, sound correct? I just, I don't have the date in front of me, and I'm fucking lying to you. I literally have the dates in front of me. Hold I found on. a really good chart on that when I was doing my research. Hold on. Um, so mine shows uh, November 11th, 88 to February 6th, yeah. 1991. Um, so if you were born during those time frames and your life has been out of control since December of 2017, you yeah. can think Saturn. Oh, but the other side of that is going back to my sister. Um, she actually has her act pretty, like she's my younger sister, but she has her act together really, really well. Like she is in a really stable relationship. She has a good career. She already has a house. Like she, yeah, yeah she, she owns is a house. Doing, That's insane. Yeah. We're well, that, yeah. So she has her, she has her yeah. act together. So in all honesty, I think her Saturn return might just be like, like get engaged and like her house is in the fifth, uh, her, sorry, her Saturn is in the fifth house like me which um, is not only about like happiness and joy and stuff, but it's also about babies. So maybe she's going to have a baby. I don't know. Um, but I, I mean, that's hard though, because I mean, you really don't know what the Saturn return. You don't know what's coming. So it could be, she could decide that the career that she's in is not for her and she wants to do something yeah. entirely different. She could decide that she's tired of Colorado and do something I entirely mean, different. I mean, she I works in the weed case, industry. But... I don't think she's going to move anywhere outside of Colorado. Although they do, they do. 
I mean, That's she true. could move here. She does have a backup plan, though. If, like, weed ever became illegal, I think they're going to, like, try to get jobs in Spain where it's been legalized or something like that. I don't know. It's my sister has a very cool job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she does. She's so knowledgeable. She's one of those pop people. Like, you know how there'll be, like, there's, like, some meme. Again, I'm not great at memes, but it's, like, doesn't this smell exactly like a raspberry sundae with you know, like cherry sprinkles on top. You're like, no, yeah. dude, well, it smells like weed. Surprise, surprise. She's like, her chart is all Libro and Virgo. So Libra and Virgo. So it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but so going into that, like if your Saturn is an Aquarius, so Capricorn was about finding your place and purpose in life. And um, Saturn and Aquarius is about finding your authentic self. Um, so that might, that's probably going to be the focus for a lot of y'all who have Saturn and Aquarius and are, you know, coming up on your Saturn return. Um, yeah. So if you're born between February 6th of 1991 and May 20th of 1993, um, again, based off of drstanley.com, this is not usually what I would use for my dates. It's just what I happen no, to pull up when I was the Googling. Chart that had like the exact uh, degree dates for when you're for when Saturn goes in and out of certain degrees. So I don't know what it is about the site. It looks like it's from the nineties, but it has actually really good information. So I don't know. Is that the same one that you're yes, on is the Dr. Stanley? Oh my gosh. So, so my childhood pediatrician's name was Dr. Stanley, no D. This one is Stanley. But that's, it's just so, cause I'm looking at it, it's like Dr. Stanley. And I'm like, who was yeah. my pediatrician? Um, yeah. So if you're, if you're born during those time frames, like get ready, um, your Saturn mm-hmm. return is coming. I was just, uh, in New York. Well, for me, it was a few weeks ago for y'all. It was a couple months ago. Cause we're recording this early, but I, I was visiting one of my friends and we went to enchantments and I saw the little book, book of Saturn. And I was with my friend who was born in August of 1991. So she is a Saturn in Aquarius and I like threw the book at her. I was like, you have to buy this. You have to be prepared for your Saturn return. I wasn't mm-hmm. prepared. You need to yes. prepare. <laughs> We're paving the way for future generations to not have as rough of a fucking time as us. Um, and then uh, another interesting thing is that Saturn rules fear. So sometimes like the sign that your Saturn is in um, can also like show where you have some dysfunction or where you are have a lot of fear. So for example, in Capricorn, like, maybe you're not the most functional person in like day-to-day life stuff. Like I know I didn't really get my act together until my mid twenties. Um, just cause I like wasn't a functional adult until then. And I needed to figure out how like real life worked. Um, if you're so girl, I cannot tell you how many times I had to like, this is TMI y'all, but I'm going to share it with you wash my underwear in the sink because I had not done laundry in time and I like had an hour to get to work. So I was like washing stuff in the yes. sink and blow drying it. Cause yep, I didn't exactly. And samesies. And I think that, yeah, Saturn and Capricorn can be the same way. Um, but also like for Saturn and Aquarius, it can be that you are afraid of letting your like true self come through, or you're afraid that your authentic self is too weird and you're afraid of your weirdness. And what your Saturn return does is that it turns that shit right around and it kind of makes you address your fear and get over it and do what you need to do. 
That's so funny. My Saturn Aquarius friend is so weird. It's, if she wasn't such a Leo, I would say she was an Aquarius. I mean, have you checked her chart? Maybe she's like, she has an Aquarius moon or something. I haven't actually, I should make her give me her birth time. Um, I had to tell her her Saturn was an Aquarius and she was like, no, I don't think so. And I was like, no, it is. I promise. I promise. (laughs) I don't know much, but I know Saturn. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah. So in addition to the sign that your Saturn is in your house, that your Saturn is in can really, um, it kind of indicates what your Saturn return is going to focus on and where its effort and discipline are going to go into. So, Um, If you don't know what houses are, basically, um, if you're familiar with your rising sign, that is the sign that is on the horizon at the time you're born. But that also indicates what your first house is. Um, So that's what your first house is. And then from there, it kind of indicates which house all of like where all of your houses are. Because if you think about the zodiac wheel, like a clock, it basically just goes around counterclockwise going one to 12 um, and it divides up the celestial sky into 12 houses and depending on which planets you have in which houses it can mean different things um so yeah we're going to be talking more about houses um in the next episode so if you feel like this is not being explained to the extent that you need it's it's coming coming. i'm just giving a brief (laughs) blurb because we're kind of like throwing this extra thing out you but um so i talked before my yeah. Saturn is in the fifth house, which is the house about joy, happiness. Um, and I've talked a lot about how my Saturn return has been a lot about creating structures to bring happiness in the future. But there's also, you know, a uh, house for career. And so some people's returns are a lot about career or there's returns about there's a um, house for health. So your um, return can be a lot about health and like Miss, I looked up yours. Your Saturn is in your eighth house, which is about like paranormal stuff and intuition. So basically like you're a witch, like your your Saturn return has just been about you becoming a witch. I, yeah. So my, um, so again, I got my tarot cards read yesterday. Um, and the very first card that she drew was the high priestess. And so she finished drawing all the cards. She looked at me, she's like, whoa, like this is the witch card you are super witchy. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> she was like, this, yeah. Um, and I always have been. So, it, you know, it makes sense. It make, I, I, and not just a Saturn return again. We're talking a lot about Saturn returns because we're in our Saturn returns. Um, but Saturn, just like we talked about in, in the last episode, it rules the, this, these aspects of your life um, throughout your life. It just becomes super intense during your Saturn return. Um, and again, we're going to talk about houses more in the next episode, but it's it's not just the sign that you're, again, because we're, we're Saturning in Capricorn, um, in case you hadn't figured that out by now, but also the, the house that it's in, it has multiple effects uh, or it affects multiple areas of your life mm-hmm. in different ways. Yep. Yeah, and... I don't know the house stuff I need to look more into. I know like most of my stuff is in the fifth and sixth house, which is interesting. And I need to learn more about that, but yeah, it's that weird, like bowl thing. I don't know. And yeah, yeah I haven't 
done a lot of research into the houses yet either, which hopefully by the next episode that you guys listen to, I will have done a lot of research because we're going to do research. (laughs) So let's not turn this into the houses episode. We're about, we're heading down that road. Um, I mean, we can't because I have nothing to say. I have things I could say, but I'm restraining (laughs) myself. Um, So anyway, some advice to get through your sudden return. You just have to do it yourself and it's for your own benefit. So like, it's just something you're going to have to go through. It's going to turn out okay at the end. It is going to be hell for a little bit, but just go through it. It'll be okay. Um, And the other part of advice that I was told in my class and I 100% agree with is you need to accept the tedious parts of reality or you are going to get your ass kicked. So one way I've learned to deal with that is I listen to way too many podcasts, um, like when I'm doing dishes or doing laundry or anything that is just really tedious. I just put on my headphones and I get it done. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's definitely a time. It's, it's a time that you're going to have to reevaluate your life regardless. Um, you, you don't get the choice. So to be prepared for it is, is invaluable because um, you can actually reevaluate from a place of knowledge and, and know why and what you're looking for. So again, and we'll talk more about houses, um, but knowing what to expect is a good weapon to help get you through it and make it out the other side. And I don't think I've talked about this before. And, you know, during this astrology series, I don't think astrology is an excuse Mm -hmm. for your behavior. Uh, I think it's a tool to use to adjust your behavior. So having knowing about your Saturn return and knowing about your, your Saturn sign and your, your house that your Saturn is in, is a good tool for you to come out of your Saturn return as a better person versus as someone who goes through it and mm-hmm. toughs it out just without any help or any knowledge and maybe not coming out a better person yeah, on the other and it's side. it's a time to grow. Um, another description of Saturn return is it's your adulthood initiation. Like once you are done with your Saturn return, you are an adult with a capital A. And that's, you know, that kind of says all it needs to say. Yeah, it's been a rough one. But hey, guess what? As of December 10th, I think we're going to be done with the worst of our Saturn returns. So it's going to be great. And I'm so excited. Girl, let's hope yep. so because... Yeah. So a couple other... I'm done. Yeah, no. <laughs> a couple other things. Um, this is... Uh, The class I took gave some correspondences to help you with your Saturn return. So Moonlight Offerings Astrology, this was a class that she did and I found it to be very informational. Follow her on Instagram or if you're in Denver, try to take some of her classes or book her for an um, astrological reading. Just, I can't recommend her enough. Um, But I'm also gonna be literally reading out my notes from her class and I don't want to be advertising that falsely. Um, So, she recommended um, willow bark and St. John's wort to help um, primarily as herbs for support, but also uh, skullcap, which I believe is poisonous. So I know that using baneful herbs is becoming um, more trendy right now, but just 
make sure you know what you're doing if you use this and um, don't like don't just use it whimsically um, and then also yes also quick quick ads st john's wort can make hormonal birth control ineffective yes. so be very careful taking that yes, as that well is very important um, and then also sunflower petals and juniper um, and then sapphire and black turmal uh, tourmaline are supposed to be crystals to help support that and i went and i bought myself a um sapphire ring off of etsy and because of the plus i think it's a factory made sapphire because it was only like a 35 dollars ring um but i still found it to be very effective and very supportive in my saturn chaos so i would recommend that um and then for yeah black tourmaline at least for me i don't mean to interrupt you but that is a stone that i feel like i have been needing so hard over the last couple of years, like all the time. I'm like, why don't I have black tourmaline? I need black tourmaline. <laughs> yes. So anyway, yeah, continue. And some cards to help. Um, the hermit, the devil and the star are some good tarot cards to work with. Um, the hermit, because um, it, you have to do the work. You have to seek these answers that you're looking for. The devil, because it's breaking free of bad habits or your ego. And then the star, because it's like, in the end, it's going to turn out well. Like the star is kind of the end of your return. <laughs> um, and then um, also some colors to work with are green, dark green and brown. So yeah, hopefully those are helpful. Yeah, definitely. Again, we, uh, if you've been going through it with us, like it's been rough children, but we're almost done. Um, so we really want to be able to give back to the next, uh, not generation, but, you know, give back to our, our Aquarian Saturns because we want you to have it better than we did. And I mean, I learned about Saturn returns, um, in the middle, well, at least a little bit of Saturn. Yeah. But I, I learned about it from people that had already gone through it. Um, I think it would be very interesting had I known what was happening as it was coming. Mm -hmm. um, again, I mentioned two or three episodes ago um, about my two little nephews that are also uh, Capricorn Saturns. And so they're going to be going through their Saturn return when I'm going through my second one. So auntie will take care of them. Uh, and I think they're in the same degree as well. Um, so they, I will prepare them <laughs> and to make sure that they go get through their Saturn returns. Um, well, we did it. We finally got to talk and rant about our Saturn returns. Again, this was not only the whole reason that we've been talking about astrology for so long, but kind of the reason, I mean, hell, we started a podcast during our Saturn return. Yes. Um, oh, Christ, <laughs> we did start a podcast uh, during our Saturn return. I just realized that. Holy crap. We really, we, we did the thing. Um, you know, we, we not only recommitted ourselves to the craft during this time, but we wanted to give to others. So, um, 
you know, this is a time to to let the the Saturn Aquarians know what's what's coming for them. And I also like that you and I both have Saturn Aquarians that we're really close to that we're like, come here, yes. my precious. I take no, care No, I of think you. I'm going to get my sister something Sapphire related for Christmas, but I don't, she's probably going to listen to this and I don't care. Caroline, I'm getting you something Saturn for your, for Christmas. Deal with it. <laughs> but yeah, so we've got one more um, astrology episode planned. Again, we, we touched on the houses today. We're going to talk more in depth about them in the next or in two weeks. Um, and then we'll move on to another subject. Yeah, no. And I think we have some fun stuff going planned after that. Like, I know that there's a lot of like basics. I was thinking about how I think we want to do like good resources for new witches. And I was thinking about how like the moon was one of the first things I want to learn about when I was a new witch. So maybe, I don't know. I'm rambling. I'm not promising you a moon episode for this. This is just me rambling because it's late and I need to go to bed. Um, yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. Um, by the time you're listening to this, it's December. It's almost 2020. Um, we, literally have a list so long about all the things we want to talk to talk to you all about. Um, we're going to put them in order, but again, if there's something that you all want to hear about, if there's an, an aspect of witchcraft, um, that's very interesting to you, please let us know on Instagram or Twitter at baby, pod or at our email address, baby, pod at gmail.com. Um, we'd love to hear from you. All right. Well, we will see you in two weeks on the next Magical Monday. Bye.